Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. And this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. Jace and Dedeker, how are you today? I'm a little sad right now because I was eating these really delicious Loco Moco chips. Loco Moco flavored chips. Yeah. I don't know what kind of flavor that is. Like oh, locomotion? Like, no. like a locomotive? No, it's all things <laughs> that you can't eat, Emily. Yeah, Locomoco, it's like a Japanese-Hawaiian fusion dish, mm-hmm. essentially. Of it's like, pretty much just in Hawaii. Yeah, 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 but they like it over here. It's like a hamburger patty with an egg on it and then over rice and <laughs> Emily's delicious gagging. sauce. Anyway, so I'm kind of sad that I, I couldn't eat those anymore. But other than that, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing, Jace? I'm great. I also am still, my mouth is still thinking about those chips. They were really good. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer my version of the chips, which is... Come on, baby, do the locomotion. Oh, that would be good if there were chips that somehow did the locomotion. Chips that somehow yeah. encourage you to do some aerobics, because that's what it always makes me think of. Really? To you, that song's about doing to aerobics? Me, no, that song, because that song was like the opening song on the Richard Simmons VHS that my grandmother had. What? <laughs> that was the opening workout number. Yes. And as a child, that's what I remember. Amazing. Oh, I like, I always have oh, that I association bet. of the locomotion song with Richard Simmons being like, all right, <laughs> again, <laughs> doing his whole thing. That's so good. Right? I'm pretty sure I listened to that song while like roller skating in elementary school when we had our, those roller skating socials. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Classic. Love those. At the roller rink. Yeah. Yep. Those are great. Those are great. Before I got into figure skating. Yeah. 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 Well. 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 Yeah. What are we drinking right now, everyone? All right. Well, so Dedeker made it sound so good last time. So I had to get myself one of these 300% lemon chew high drinks. <laughs> Let's hear your review. So I'm actually going to review it much more positively than you did. Maybe yours was skewed because you had not had a normal chew high just like, Mm, you know, recently. Yes, that's true. Um, But I I do feel like compared to, okay, maybe not compared to what 300% of lemons would be, but compared to a normal chew high flavor, this is much more lemony. So to me, this is... How do you know what 300% of lemons tastes like? Well, so I'm saying it's all kind of relative to like what's 100%, right? And if I think I about, know. <laughs> you know, a normal chew high here, how much like fruit flavor that has, that's 100%. I would say this is 300% lemon. Okay, at, all right. At least 200%. Right. Okay. At least 200, maybe not 300, but What, but it's what good. are you drinking, Emily? Uh, I am drinking more beer, but this one I have switched to the California Creamin. Oh, which is, <laughs> it, it's it's called Cali Creamin. Yeah, I know that sounds a little a little what, wonky. What, just, just tell me about this California Creamin. 
It's it's like a cream ale. It it kind of tastes oh. like um like a vanilla cream sickle soda, Ooh, but it's a beer. Oh, that it's actually fantastic. great. It's it's a really good in. beer. I love this beer. Is it like a cream soda mixed with a beer? Kind of. I don't know. It it's Yeah, it what does it say? Tasting notes. Vanilla bean, cool and crisp, smooth finish. Ale with natural flavor added. I see. There we are. So they add a little bit of like creamsicle style flavor to it. Yeah. That sounds mm-hmm. great. That sounds yeah. really refreshing in the summer. It's so good. Yeah. I can't. I really, really like this beer. Yeah. Speaking of refreshing in the summer, what are you well, drinking? Well, okay. So I have this thing open in front of me. I haven't even tasted it yet. I figured I'd do a live recording tasting. Live tasting. So this is a horoyoi, which I talked about on an earlier episode, which literally translates to like half drunk. And they're like just like a 3% alcohol kind of drink. Uh Um, And they're usually fruity, but they have all kinds of different flavors. And this is a special summertime flavor that's salty watermelon. It sounds Um, amazing. Wait, I don't know. Like, so, okay, let me try it. Okay. She's trying it now. She's putting it to her lips. She's swallowing it. Gonna narrate because this is an audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it mostly tastes like watermelon, but it does have a little bit of the salty aftertaste. Oh, really? Yeah, like like just sodium, just like sodium. No, that's not how I would describe it. You try it. That's good. Okay. Okay. Now Jace is trying it. Now he's taking. I wish I could try it through the the airwaves. Oh my! Yeah. What are your tasting notes (laughs) compared to? Other watermelony things like a watermelon Jolly Rancher is the oh, only yeah. watermelon thing I can think of right now. It's a much How about more... just a piece of watermelon. Well, obviously we're not going to compare it to a piece of real watermelon. Come on, what? I don't know. Tasting notes: watermelon. Well, no, I think that it's closer to a real watermelon than a Jolly Rancher watermelon is. Yeah, probably because it's n- like I think the salty just means liquefied. not super sweet. Yeah. Yeah be into that probably balances out the it's sweetness. still very sweet yeah <laughs> but maybe less so than i expected. doesn't punch you in the face quite as much as like 300 percent lemons does <laughs> now 300 percent watermelon Oof. i could get into that <laughs> Ooh. i feel like that would just be water at that point <laughs> <laughs> well i have a exciting surprise for the two of you today what's that what? We, are, we are reading five chapters what? today oh man that's a lot of chapters but they are Overall, much shorter okay. than right. they have okay. been. Right. Okay. So, so, kind so it'll be of, roughly the same amount. So kind of like the back and forth that Emily predicted last time. Oh, what? Oh. Yeah. Look at me. And speaking of last time, uh-huh. Emily, what? where did we leave off? What? Only two people spoke. It was just Job and Eliphaz. And that's it. And it was our, and that was our first time back around, or like our, our third time back around, right? I think yeah, so. not our like, first yeah. time back around. Yeah, we came up with some. Well, I came up with some conspiracy theories. Yeah, oh, right. That they what were behind when it. Why don't you talk about them? They orchestrated the, the, the whole friends thing. orchestrated the whole entire thing. That's I know that's that's interesting. I think it's that plausible. Theory. I think it's plausible. Okay, okay. I don't, but <laughs> sure. No, I mean, I don't know if they got a hold of God and other people, no, okay, or if no, they were just Emily, like... Emily, you keep trying to grab, like, pull God into this. <laughs> well, you said orchestrated the whole thing. The whole thing. No, I think the conspiracy theories, like, I don't think God or the devil had anything to do with it. I think the friends what? were definitely like, this guy Job has got a little too big for his britches. He's maybe displaced and, like, 
disenfranchise some of us. We're really jealous. So we're gonna position. kill everyone. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna get our revenge upon him. Jeez, Ooh, that's that's, that's a lot. And then we're gonna go. Lot. That's like a our lot. our alibi is that we're gonna we're gonna be the first ones to come and comfort him. Oh, so that's, the whole that's our thing. alibi. Oh, and then man. like as he starts to question how it all happened or why it all happened, we're gonna go off on this whole thing of like, you know what? You know, God punishes wicked people, and like sometimes that's just the way it goes. And like, you please don't keep questioning this. <laughs> I see, so super premeditated all the way down to what's happening now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But God would like see all that and not be okay with it. I'm assuming. I mean, unless I'm totally wrong here. I'm, well, that I'm, is, see, it's funny. It brings us back around to the whole debate of this book. <laughs> Of would God would allow God wicked allow people to, to get away with wicked things? Would God I, allow a conspiracy wherein three people pretending to be friends of a man actually destroy his entire life and take away all his wealth under the pretense that God allowed it to happen? I don't know. Would <laughs> he? I occasionally will listen to podcasts about shows that I'm into, like Westworld podcasts, for example, and some of their theories yeah. are... Just as bonkers as what really? Dedeker just okay. said. So, Thank you. So I'm in good so company. So sure. All right. Thank you. We'll see where this ends up. I'm just saying. Yeah, that'll be the big yeah. sort of M. Night Shyamalan reveal at the end. What a twist. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, are we... I he's relevant anymore. Oh, maybe. Am I ever... dating myself? You're definitely dating yourself. Really? Cause, no, because thought... the thing is now M. Night Shyamalan produces movies, but he doesn't put his name on the billboards because... Because oh, everyone, everyone knows. Because they're like, uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. yeah, I think, what, like five years mm. ago he or so, one he actually movie. put out a movie that was somewhat successful, but it was kind of like he kind of hid behind his production company. What was the name. movie? What I was it? Do, I don't remember which film it was, but I do remember being scandalized when I found out, like, what? It's his production company? Like, he actually mm. had a hand in this? He produced it? Like, mm. But they took him out of the marketing entirely. Dang. Yeah. I well, I think he produces all right movies. It's just the writing that always yeah, has yeah, the yeah. twist. Okay. This is not, this is not an M. Night Shyamalan it. podcast. Welcome to this episode <laughs> of Drunk M. Night Shyamalan Study. <laughs> well, like, welcome to this episode of How Would M. Night Shyamalan Interpret Job? <laughs> Gosh. Oh, boy. There would be a big twist at the end for sure and probably Dedeker's conspiracy theory, so right? there we are. Right? That would be really good, though. Yeah. Or it would be like All right. his kids didn't actually die. His kids are in on it, too. Oh, they're in on it, too. That's part of the conspiracy theory. That's really good. Right? I like that. His kids dressed up as Bill Fab and Eliphaz <laughs> and stuff. Oh, Bill Fab. <laughs> Bill Dad? Bill Dad. Bill Dad. Yeah. Dad. Bill Dad. Bill Dad. All right. Who's going Bill first? Da- Me. Okay. okay. Take it away. It is I. This is uh, Who's Job. talking here? This is Job 24. Job, Job's this is- still talking, right? Job yeah. is Job is still speaking. Still, still at it. So Job never stopped talking. No. Is basically what we're saying. No, he's still at it. Every time he's talking. Are what? you are you two at all familiar with the um, United no. Church of Christ slogan? God is still speaking. Mm. Nope. No. Oh, really? Okay. Well, for our listeners out there who know anything about United Church of Christ, that's kind of been one of their sort of taglines or mottos for a long time. Is this like God what is, is still speaking? What is the United Church? Well, of I think Christ. that the, the idea. Just because Christians at one point in history believed one thing doesn't mean that's how it always has to be. Mm-hmm. Like it's, sort of, it's still an ongoing conversation with God. Exactly. That, what they're implying. That God okay. still lives in today's world and that we're still trying to understand what Where? God is saying. And that 
you know, rather than like God set down these rules banning mm. homosexuality and, and saying away. that like, you know, black people's souls aren't saved and like all this shit that people have interpreted from the past. Not that that's not in the Bible, Emily. Mm-hmm. Sorry, spoilers, but it's not in the Bible. Um, but what? right. All this, say that? all this stuff yeah. that people through history have come up with, right. Christianity has been around for a long time. So there's yeah. been political stuff attached to it at various points. But anyway, that God is still speaking is sort of the the motto, right? Is one of the taglines of that. That that like that Meaning conversation's like, not done. Okay. Right? Okay. So every okay. time we say Job is still speaking, I think that in my head, and I wanted to bring you two in on the fun of that. Is it? Is that fun? <laughs> is that what? Is, I know. I was like, thank you. Is that okay. is that what is fun inside your brain? Yeah, I have fun yes. with it. Okay, great. I'm glad to know. I'm I'm glad that you had fun. Well, with let's have some more fun. Well, remember that United Church of Christ is the denomination that I considered becoming a pastor in. Right. So, like, okay, I have so a special it attachment. To, it is close to, to it. your heart. Okay, I get yeah. that. I get that. Emily, you knew that. Yeah, we've talked about this. I mean, I knew that he was like a semin boy, a seminary boy. <laughs> <Semin> boy. <laughs> I don't want to see that typed out. Um. <laughs> Okay, I need to read before I Yeah, just I get read. Just, just. I need to read before I get any drunker. Okay, except for apparently I'm reading the last one too, which is not going to be easy. We'll, we'll cross us. that bridge when we get there. Yep. Okay. Okay. Why does the Almighty not set times for judgment? Why must those who know him look in vain for such days? Such days. Such days. There are those who move boundary stones. What? Oh. Oh. Keep reading. They they pasture flocks they have stolen. Yeah, okay, the boundary stones. That's probably, it's like, maybe I set up some stones. It's like, well, this is my property. This is where my flocks go. And like. And there then they steal some cheat. flocks and they're like, yo, yes. I'm going to pasture these exactly. now because they're like, mine. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. This is where the stone was. Yeah, this is where it was. No, no, no. I had a, I had 75 yeah. oh. geeseling oh, yesterday. Yeah. And the ground is like, I never saw it. <laughs> exactly. The ground wouldn't know. <laughs> or they. I guess they said that earlier in the Bible. Care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. What? They drive away the orphan's donkey Aww. and take the widow's ox and pledge. That's okay. terrible. That is really awful. I know why because the don- because it's an orphan. Probably because that's all the well, only thing and that a widow's orphan has. a widow's ox like this poor single you know single lady single lady was only so much to get by with in this world. And, and t- take a widow's ox and pledge. Do you suppose that means like it's like in hawk? Like a debt, like being like, like debt, oh, you I owe me, and so I'm going to take so your take only your ox. ox. So I'm going to take your only means of actually right. gaining any money to pay right. off that debt. Right. Oh, that sounds it's very right. sad. Yeah. Sad for the ox, too. Yeah, sad for everyone. They thrust the needy from the path and force all the poor of the land into hiding. Like wild donkeys in the desert. I just like, am, I in my head, I have these like images of donkeys like bucking and like hitting their (laughs) legs out behind them and like freaking out yeah yeah okay in the desert donkeys in the desert 
The poor go about their labor of foraging food. The wasteland provides food for their children. Mm-hmm. Well, that's nice. Thank you, wasteland. It makes me think of Fallout now. Jeez, that kind of wasteland. It well, makes me think uh, of that um, consignment shop in Studio I was Studio literally going to say wasteland. that. Thank no, you, Joker, I, Except thank I was you. thinking of the one in, in Melrose. Um, there are many wastelands. They're in Seattle as well. Oh, geez. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it makes me think of that too. Well, thank and you, Buffalo Wasteland. Exchange, right? Yeah, for providing food and hipster clothing for the children. <laughs> the children. <laughs> Boy. They gather fodder in the fields and glean in the vineyards of the wicked. Lacking clothes. Well, I guess like their wasteland clothes didn't work out. No. no. Well, they're, these are poor people we're talking yeah. about, right? He's talking about okay, the poor okay. going about. Poor people who can't actually afford to go to Wasteland because Wasteland's actually not that cheap. Wasteland's a very expensive thrift shop, yes. (laughs) It's really expensive, yeah. Lacking clothes, they spend the night naked. They have nothing to cover themselves in the cold. Maybe they went to Wasteland to sell their clothes because you can also sell your stuff. You can. Remember, Juice, we went there once? Yeah. Oh, I remember. Did you sell stuff? Yeah, man. No. What? I've sold stuff there. Oh. I I pretty much every some. time I've gone to some kind of trendy hipster consignment shop to sell stuff, they've always been like, this isn't really in season anymore, so yeah, we can't they, really buy it. And I'm like, what do them? you want from me? I'm a poor person. <laughs> I cannot afford to stay in the height of fashion. Yeah, and you were like, lacking clothes, I spent exactly. the night naked. <laughs> <sighs> they, you had nothing to cover yourselves in the cold. Exactly. Okay. They are drenched by mountain rains mm. and hug the rocks oh. for lack of shelter. Oh, She's like, like oh. clasping onto these rocks. Yeah. Poor, poor kids poor and little poor, poor people. people. Yeah. yeah. God, they're on about this. The fatherless child is snatched from the breast. Oh. <laughs> the infant of the poor is seized for a debt. Okay. They're really on about fatherless children like me. Yeah. yeah like me too. Right. Yeah. Both of you are fatherless children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, this this specific thing of, of infants being seized for a debt, uh I've the been learning about this historically too, that um actually some of the generals who worked to overthrow the Holy Roman Empire way back in the day, uh, was they were people who tribes that they had conquered like in order to assure that their tribes wouldn't be destroyed or that they could be assimilated, they would have to give children to the Roman Empire, essentially as as like soldiers, as well as potentially as slaves, like slaves? or soldiers. But they would be um, children of the nobility of these tribes, oh. who would be given to the Romans and then would be raised speaking uh, Latin. Latin. And that would actually sometimes end up being generals and stuff because it's this whole idea of like they were from sort of Uh leadership uh families and so they were treated better than like the slave kids. Uh Um, But anyway, they're actually instrumental in overthrowing them uh, because they were, you know, had their loyalties to their family even though they were given up long ago. Weird. But were trained trained to be a general. Yeah, that they were. I mean, that's very much foreshadowing of the story of Moses. Oh, you're right. Excuse me? Oh, what? we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. I'm excited for when we get there. It's actually, there. we're going to get there pretty soon. Yeah, it's not that far off. Yeah. Ooh. So anyway, yeah. but yes, just that this whole thing of like kids being taken for a debt or because you've been conquered by another tribe or by another nation state or something is definitely a, thing. a real thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, 
Okay, more nakedness. Lacking <laughs> clothes, they go about naked. They carry the sheaves, but still go hungry. They crush olives among the terraces. They tread the wine presses, yet suffer thirst. Mm. Well, I mean, you know, wine is dehydrating, so I get it. Well, no, he means like they work to they work make, to the, make wine the wine for everyone else. Oh, but then don't. Which get sounds it. relatable. Yeah, I see. Yeah. And what's the? They carry the sheaves, but still go hungry. That means like like the sheaves of wheat, right? So they oh, they carry yeah. the food, but they don't get to eat it. Yeah, that sucks. They crush the olives, but they don't get to and eat. tread the wine presses, but they don't get to drink any of it, mm. uh, or get some yummy olive oil. I was yum. say, or get some olive oil to dip yeah. their bread in or something. Right. Yeah. Well, they don't even get the bread, so Jeez. they got nothing. Yikes! The groans of the dying rise from the city. And the souls of the wounded cry out for help, but God charges no one with wrongdoing. Mm. There are those really interesting. Okay, why not? Well, no, this isn't what we're talking about last yeah, time. It's the same problem that he's bringing up is the fact that like all these bad things and unjust things keep happening, and God doesn't punish the God's people like, who are causing eh. it. Yeah. yeah, right. But yeah, just the fact that God's not destroying these cities that or these nation states that have this as part of them, that right? This extreme poverty. And, yeah. yeah. So maybe you're right, Dedeker. Maybe like these guys did this to Job and God's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> what ups? Yeah. Yeah. Even more meta with it. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. There are those who rebel against the light, who do not know its ways or stay in its paths. Sounds very When Jedi. daylight is... What? I was going to say it sounds very Jedi to me, but... Yeah, who rebel against yeah. the light side well, the of the force. But I mean, this sounds like yeah. a Jedi who would Ooh. be saying this. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When daylight is gone, the murderer rises up, kills the poor and the needy, Oof. and in the night steals force like a thief. Steals force? Steals force? He steals their force steals energy. The force. Yeah. Forth. <laughs> steals forth. forth like a thief. Okay. Uh-huh. The eye of the adulterer watches for dusk. He thinks, no eye will see me, and keeps <laughs> his face concealed. Oh, oh no eye will yeah. see me. No, That's yeah. the adulterer's voice. No eye will see me. I'm going to go cheat on my wife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go find my new sweetheart across town. No eye will see me. <laughs> no eye will see me. In the dark, thieves break into houses but by day they shut themselves in. They want nothing to do with the light. For all of them, midnight is their morning. They make friends with the terrors of the darkness. Oof. Oh, are we, okay. do we have vampires back again? Oh, I know, we... this is about like vampirism. Maybe, or, or ghosties. Or ghosties. <laughs> you know, ghosties. Okay, okay I'm going and... to make it a little more serious again. Okay. Um, just pointing out the fact that I think it's interesting because this whole time I've been thinking about like these nomadic tribes that surely Job must be some kind of caravanning nomadic, you know, group of, you know, he must be leading some kind of tribe or something or his family and they're in the desert pitching their tents all over the place. But then there's like a lot of stuff about city life um, uh, and about like the perils of city life, about there being class structure, about people being in poverty and like working themselves to death and then not benefiting from it of like thieves and murderers and adulterers being able to like slink around at nighttime and get away with whatever they want, which is to me seems very much more like city life than like our nomadic in the desert kind of life. You know what I mean? They do talk about tents a lot, 
which would lean toward more of a nomadic life. Yeah, but maybe they visit some cities occasionally. Well, but I was going to say his house that blew down and killed all his kids wouldn't have been a tent. A tent wouldn't kill kids if it fell on them. I mean, you don't, you don't know how intense these, are these tents are. But no, but like it was a house. It was just, I mean, at least right. what we read was okay, described so he as had, a house. Maybe he had like a house in the city, but maybe he's like merchanty, merchanty, like traveling around, or, trading things like in that Steam game I've been playing recently. Which one was that? It's called Caravan. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. I give it an eight out of 10. It's a game. <laughs> maybe a seven out of 10, but it's, it's fun. It's a game. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's fun to watch and hear, yeah, yeah. hear stories about. Yeah. Yeah, and what's your character's name again? Abednego. Abednego. Which is also a biblical name. Yeah, so. which we'll get to what? in... A long time. That's in Kings, Samuel, maybe? Okay, Daniel? we got a long ways till that. We got that. a ways, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, just that like he did seem to have a real house house, so right. maybe he might have a home base, but then also is a little bit nomadic too. Around. I don't know, it's unclear. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. All right, I should keep going because yeah. y'all have a lot to read after me. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Yet they are foam on the surface of the water. Their portion of the land is cursed so that no one goes to the vineyards. Huh? What? Okay. What? Like, okay. no, like everyone's know. like, your vineyards suck, man. Nothing yeah. there. Like, I just went to Santa Barbara and I guess, like, maybe there are some vineyards there that suck. I don't know. They're like, nah, that probably land none, is probably cursed. None that you that wine to. is is bad yeah if you went to it though then it's fine because the cursed ones no one goes to right right no no as heat and drought snatch away the melted snow so the grave snatches away those who have sinned okay like they die i guess just everyone technically well the wound what what? No, yeah. just you keep coming back to the original sin thing. I, I guess well, yeah. we can keep going. I just don't know if that was part of their mythology at the no, time. No, it probably or not. it probably wasn't. I'm uh, just it might have been it up as a thing. It might have been. They seem to reference it like it is. I just anyway. Okay, please continue. Yeah. Um, the womb forgets them. The worm feasts on them. Can we drink every time he talks about worms? Because that's happened a <laughs> lot. He has talked a lot about worms. Okay, we'll add that rule. Well, actually, the inspiration for your rule about drinking whenever gross things are mentioned started when oh. Job was talking about worms. That's he was true. clothed in worms. So That's I think it, it fits the same it kind of It is gross. Thing. All right. Okay, please continue. The worm feasts on them. The wicked are no longer remembered, but are broken like a tree. Like a tree. <laughs> like a tree. I don't know how many trees break unless like something falls on the tree. I don't know, whatever. Or, like, there's an electrical outage and downpour and stuff. (laughs) It's getting very specific. Yes. Yeah. Um, They prey on the barren and childless women. God. The fatherless children and the childless childless women. And to the widow, so many widows... That should be a drinking, a drink, too. More to widows also? We'll drink for widows. Widows and worms. And to the widow they show no kindness, but God drags away the mighty by his power. Though they become established, they have no assurance of life. He may let them rest in a feeling of security, but his eyes are on their ways. My eyes are on your ways. (laughs) My eyes are on your ways. (laughs) For a little while they are exalted, and then they are gone. They are brought low and gathered up like all the others. They are cut off. 
like heads of grain. Ugh. If this is not so, who can prove me false and reduce my words to nothing? He's still making a solid point that like death is this great equalizer, that whether you're wicked or innocent or poor or rich, that we all die and I God see. brings us low, essentially. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They have no... Ass- yeah, okay, so he says, but God drags away the mighty by his power. Though they have become established, they have no assurance of life. So essentially, yeah, I guess that, that like no one's going to live forever. We're all going to die eventually. So even if you're wicked and, you know, prey on barren and childless women and don't show any kindness to widows, yeah. that you're still going to die. Black widows. The- I'm talking about the spider. <laughs> talking that about the you're spider. still going to die. So... Right? Like, they're going to be brought low and gathered up just like all the others. Yeah. I guess what I don't know is if at this time there was quite the concept of heaven and hell that we have today. Yeah. Like, is he saying that they'll be punished later? he's definitely not, is the thing. Well, I mean, later, like after death. No, I know. Because he hasn't I, really mentioned that either he's way. definitely not mentioning that or, yeah, saying, or making that argument. I guess it is important that he's not mentioning it. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Shall we continue? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm going to read chapter 25. Then Bildad, the Shuhite, replied, Dominion and awe belong to God. He establishes order in the heights of heaven. Can his forces be numbered? On whom does his light not rise? How then can a mortal be righteous before God? How can one born of woman be pure? Uh, <laughs> I think he means all people, the All human but, beings, yeah. not about the woman thing. Yeah. Although, I suppose that's in there, yeah, that's true. right? That's true. If, yeah. if even the moon is not bright, and the stars are not pure in his eyes, how much less a mortal... Who is but a maggot, a human being who is only a worm. A worm again. Drink. Drink. I was going to say we drink just for maggot, but then he took it to actually being a worm. So. And that's it. That's chapter 25. That was super short. That's the shortest chapter. Bildad was like, what? I got something to say. Here it is. Damn. Bildad's like, I'm not going to beat around the bush with this one. I'm just going to lay it on you straight. Yeah, wait, so so he's kind of coming back to the same thing that I think Eliphaz was saying this time around. Uh-huh. It's almost like the three of them are like a Greek chorus. Yeah. yeah. Where We've established that. A lot of repeating themes. Where in each go-round, it's almost like they've embodied a new character. Yeah. Right? The first mm. go-round was like all of the like, it's going to be okay, good things happen to good people. And then the second go-round was much nastier and full of dunks of right of like oh you must be wicked you've got to be wicked you're a terrible guy and then this third go round maybe is this more philosophical way of looking at it well you gotta move on the next one since you got a shorty here we go then job replied how have you helped the powerless how have you saved the arm that is feeble (laughs) it's just Uh, the arm (laughs) (laughs) single arm What advice you have offered to one without wisdom, and what great insight you have displayed. He's getting really sarcastic now. Yeah, seriously. Who has helped you utter these words, and whose spirit spoke from your mouth? The dead are in deep anguish, those beneath the waters, and all that live in them. Oh, 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 I learned about this. 
What? What? So our actually our modern day word for hell came from an ancient uh, either Germanic or Celtic word for uh, essentially the god of the underworld, which at that time was believed to be at the bottom of lakes or at the bottom of the ocean and was a cold what? place as opposed to our modern notion of hell being a place of fire and that's warm. Uh, so anyway, this, like, the dead are deep in anguish, those beneath the waters and all that live in them, I'm like, that's probably making a reference to that, uh, you know, more pagan. More pagan, like, that it's like the belief. bottom of the ocean is where hell is, not... Right, that that's where the souls under live. The earth. Yeah, is under mm. the water, down in the cold the down there. The core of the earth, yeah. And, and they would also do ocean burials and okay, stuff, too. On. It totally... Uh-huh holds up your theory about how like all these horrible things live in the ocean that didn't die oh, yeah, in the flood. Yeah, you hate the ocean. And they are hell creatures. Right. It makes total sense. They somehow knew about these terrible creatures that they probably had no means to get down to at No, this but you they would maybe occasionally wash up. I suppose. You'd be like, where the heck did this come from? <laughs> obviously hell. <laughs> <laughs> this obviously came from hell. See a little yeah. anglerfish and be yeah. like, what the heck? Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry. I just I got really excited about that. Yeah, I know that you like did. this thing I had learned about. It's like there it is. There it is. Like that the dead are underwater. That hell is underwater. Anyway. Uh, okay. Continuing on. The realm of the dead is naked before God. Destruction lies uncovered. He spreads out the northern skies over empty space. He suspends the earth over nothing. How do they know? Also, the. The idea of the earth being suspended. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He wraps up the water in his clouds, yet the clouds do not burst under their weight. I see. Okay. Being like, dude, how can clouds hold water? That's absurd. <laughs> right? This is true. We know rain comes out of them, but how do they stay in the sky? Because we know water is really heavy. Have you ever mm-hmm. carried water before? It's heavy. Yeah. It would be pretty miraculous. <laughs> okay. This is cool. All right. He covers the face of the full moon, spreading his clouds over it. He marks out the horizon on the face of the waters for a boundary between light and darkness. Okay, back to some Genesis stuff. Oh, yeah. The pillars of the heavens quake, aghast at his rebuke. By his power, he churned up the sea. By his wisdom, he cut Rahab to pieces. Who? (laughs) Yeah, who? we, We already looked up Rahab and we already got into an argument about it. Oh, right, with Cooper. Yeah. Because Rahab was the name of a woman in the Bible, but this seems to, but this is much, much further forward in history. Right. And so I think it's just also references like a different tribe. Well, this, I'm looking it up right now. So Rahab is also um, a vast space of land. Uh, Um, uh Or, according to the book of Joshua, was a woman who lived in Jericho in the promised land. So, like, yeah, that's Maybe what it, it has a few different meanings. Him. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's interesting. Um, so his his power he turned up by the sea. By his wisdom, he cut Rahab to pieces, whether that's a person or a land, I don't know. By his yeah. breath, the skies became fair. His hand pierced the gliding serpent. What is the gliding serpent? Like a dragon? I mean, I've been playing a lot of Zelda Breath of the Wild lately. Oh my god, right? <laughs> and those, you think those, like those gliding, gliding serpents? serpents? The, the dragons like, definitely nah. look like gliding serpents. Yeah, They're so cool. They do. They look a lot like what that thing that we just watched looks like. Oh, the weird depiction oh. of the serpent from the, the creation story. 
Yeah. Yes. With the feeties where he looks like a dragon. I feel like we need to do a bonus episode about that at some point. Yeah, probably. Please. Um, yes. But yeah, there's uh, the Bible, the animated series. We, we might talk about it later. Uh, and these are but the outer fringe of his works. How faint the whisper we hear of him. Who then can understand the thunder of his power? Mm-hmm. Again, Job is back to being the hype man for God. Well, he's never stopped, I think. Yes, that's true. He loves God. I don't yeah. know, but he often goes to that's like, true. let me defend myself. What yeah. have I done wrong? You're not going to take me to court. <laughs> well, I would say maybe Job's sort of through line is God is almighty and totally powerful and knows everything, but I'm also but still sucks. But I'm also not afraid of him. Like I want to know because mm, I do feel like I've been a good enough person that like I actually want to have that conversation. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. All right, Dedeker, are turn? you ready to be the reader? I'm ready. Okay, Job twenty-seven. Okay, this has the subtitle: Job's final word to his friends. Oh. What? what? Where? Right. I don't see that. I, I don't. I that's not it. in mine. I see? no. On mine. That subtitle what? doesn't show up for me. What? I'm blessed, wow. clearly. Yeah. Okay. So, blessed. So what does that mean? Like, is this the final go around? This might be. Yeah. Okay. We still got more books of this, then part, of what? this book but to go. Zophar hasn't had a third go yet. Well, too bad, Zophar. <laughs> okay. You're like, too bad. We don't care. Okay. Here we go. And Job continued his discourse. As of surely he did. <laughs> As surely as God lives, who has denied me justice... The Almighty who has made my life bitter, as long as I have life within me, the breath of God in my nostrils, my lips will not say anything wicked, and my tongue will not utter lies. That means all my dunks were truth. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. He's just like, any dunks I gave? Truth. Total truth. Yeah. I will will never admit you are in the right till I die. I will not deny my integrity. Talk about the internet. Um... (laughs) I will maintain my innocence and never let go of it. My conscience will not reproach me as long as I live. May my enemy be like the wicked, my adversary like the unjust. For what hope have the godless when they are cut off, when God takes away their life? Does God listen to their cry when distress comes upon them? Will they find delight in the Almighty? Will they call on God at all times? Yeah. Wait, so like he's saying what hope have the godless when they are cut off? Yeah, so but like then the he's people also... who don't believe in God, but they don't also believe in hell at this point, do they? I guess I don't know. It is kind of making these two arguments of like, what hope did the godless have? But also at the same time, like the people who are wicked and godless have all this success and yeah. comfort. So... Yeah. Wait, may my enemy be like the wicked, my adversary like the unjust. For what hope have the godless when they are cut off? When God takes away their life. Maybe he is talking about some sort of a punishment after, after death. death. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I will teach you about the power of God, the ways of the Almighty I will not conceal. You have all seen this yourselves. Why then this meaningless talk? <laughs> Good one, Job. Well, yeah, they're all like, Job, you could ask that about yourself. <laughs> yes. You guys are so anti Job. Well, what? I love this boy. <sighs> okay. Here is the fate God allots to the wicked. The heritage a ruthless man receives from the Almighty. However many his children, their fate is the sword. His offspring will never have enough to eat. The plague will bury those who survive him, and their widows will not weep for them. Jeez. I see. So it's not so much about a punishment after death to, like, their souls in hell. 
but more about how their children and their offspring and those who survive them will be like, yeah, man, that guy was awful. Mm. Jeez. Mm. Okay. Right? Their widows will not yeah. weep for them. But now I, I don't know, that. is Job doubling down? Because he, he says at the beginning where he's like, no, 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 I'm innocent. I maintain that I'm innocent right. and you're not right. And so now is he saying like, I do believe that God punishes the wicked. Like, I do believe that. And that's why I think I'm innocent. And that's why I'm really confused by all this. I feel like he's talking more about the punishment being after your life is over, of kind of how people remember you. Okay. The fate God allots to the wicked, the heritage a ruthless man receives from the Almighty, however many his children, their fate is the sword, his offspring will never have enough to eat, that he kind of doesn't set his like future generations up for success. Yeah, but he was also just talking about the fact that they send flocks of children ahead of them dancing to the timbourine and all that. But even in <laughs> but even in that, he mentioned that they're not concerned about what's going to happen to their offspring because it doesn't matter to them because when they die everything's fine. Yeah. Even though God's going to punish their their okay. descendants. All right. I don't buy it, but well, wait, what, which part don't you buy? All of it. That that's what Job is saying or like the belief in it? All of it. Like, okay. Though he heaps up silver like dust and clothes like piles of clay. Which is what I do okay. with my clothes yep. for sureties. Um, After laundry day. Oh, here. Piles oh, of clay. Oh, here you go, Jace. <laughs> what he lays up, the righteous will yes. wear and the innocent will divide his silver. The house he built is like a moth's cocoon, like a hut made by a watchman. What does that mean? Like, Sick dunk on Watchmen. Watchmen, they suck at Watchmen making huts. Let's drink to the dunk on Watchmen in their huts. <laughs> it's the idea that like you hire a Watchman and he's just like a temporary worker, so he's just going to build like a little temporary hut to stay in Maybe, yeah. for the night. Yeah. He's watching instead of hut making. Exactly. He's watching instead of hut making. He's watching. He's just making a place to like keep the rain off his head, not to like be comfortable. And or like in. a moth's cocoon that it's temporary. Right. It's not yes. a permanent dwelling. Yes. He mm. lies down wealthy, but will do so no more. When he opens his eyes, all is gone. Terrors overtake him like a flood. A tempest snatches him away in the night. The east wind carries him off and he is gone. He gone. <laughs> it he sweeps gone. him out of his place. It hurls itself against him without mercy as he flees headlong from its power. It claps its hands in derision and hisses him out of its place. I mean, his out of place. His place. It's like the, the east wind. How do you clap your hands in derision? The east wind claps its yes. hands in derision. And how do you clap? How does the east wind clap its hands in derision? Is it like a golf clap? Like this. No. I think it's more of like see. that sarcastic, like villain clap, where it's like. The derisive like, clap. Well done. Well done. Well done, Mr. Bond. You like, know what's funny is I actually that. read that entirely different. What? So the, 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 this is the wind who's like kicking him out of his place. Uh-huh. It claps its hands in derision and hisses him out of his place. I think I'm thinking more of like, you know, when your like, cat is lying on your keyboard <laughs> and you come up and you're like, come on. Yeah, you clap in derision. That's why I like, clapped a shit done. Yeah. You're just like, don't cat. Don't cat <laughs> right don't here. cat. <laughs> and then it hisses at you. So when it was so hot here in Los Angeles, uh-huh. Henry would like lay on the bed in front, like right in front of the fan. Mm. And he was kind of at Josh's feet and Josh tried to kick him off. And Henry just hissed at him. Oh. He was like, like, don't kick me off. It's like, like, no, I this found- is where I want to oh. be. So he was like the East Wind. 
Exactly. He was hissing in derision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so hang on. Okay. So before Emily moves on to the last chapter, do you want the subtitle that apparently is only showing up for me? Apparently you only yeah. get the subtitle. Because maybe this might give some insight. Because this this chapter that Emily's about to read is called Interlude, colon, Where Wisdom is Found. Oh. <gasps> Whoa, I'm excited then. Okay, Emily. Let's find out where wisdom is found. Bring us some wisdom. Okay. There is a mine for silver and a place where gold is refined. Iron is taken from the earth, and copper is smelted from ore. Apparently, now we're talking about... Now we're in like, some geology. Yeah. Geology, yeah. Okay. Mortals put an end to the darkness. They search out the farthest recesses for ore in the blackest darkness. Still true. Truth. Hashtag truth. <laughs> Far from human dwellings, they cut a shaft. In places untouched by human feet, far from other people, they dangle and sway. Oh. What does some, the like, shaft or what? Yeah. Just like the, the people? Are these like people, people? dangling? Like they, they grab onto like a beam and then they just dangle and sway. Well, no, the they're air. like doing some freaking like straight up serious business mining here. Yeah, they're right. they're mining. They're dangling and they're dangling down in the mines. Yeah, right. Far okay. from other people, they dangle and sway. I, I, yeah, I guess they're like sort of, you know, repelling, repelling down. Yeah, yeah. And mines. Like, okay, I and mean, that's cool. Mm-hmm. The earth from which food comes is transformed below as by fire. Mm. Lapis lazuli. What the hell? Well, you know what lapis lazuli, lazuli I can't even say it. <laughs> like la like lapis, like the the black stone? Yeah. I thought it was blue. Okay. I thought it was oh, blue maybe. too. Let's yeah. quickly Google lapis lazuli. Oh, okay. I thought All it was right. blue. Maybe it's blue. I don't know. But sure. Everyone I didn't at know home that, that was its this. full name. Find a picture. I just thought of it was lapis. Okay, but yeah. Okay. Lap oh it is yeah, blue. Yeah, it's a blue it's a blue stone kind of uh like a dark it has like, like royal pretty, blue pretty gold throughout it yeah yeah, Ooh. yeah. Okay. that's it oh yeah oh here we go yeah lapis lazuli comes from its rocks and its dust contains nuggets of gold you know those oh. nuggets that you assigned to the dust earlier right i always get to say the word nugget which i like <laughs> i like that word <laughs> it's not vegan chicken nuggets it's gold nuggets yeah okay. exactly no bird of prey knows that hidden path. No falcon's eye has seen it. Hmm. Proud beasts do not set foot on it. Ashamed and no beasts lion do, prowls though. there. <laughs> what? Sorry. Said ashamed beasts do, though. Only those, yes. Proud beasts do not. Yeah. No. People assault the flinty rock. <laughs> I don't know why that got you so much. <laughs> flinty? Yeah, I don't know. It's cute. The flinty rock with their hands and lay bare the roots of the mountains. They tunnel through the rock. Their eyes see all its treasures. They search the sources of the rivers and bring hidden things to light. So is this chapter about, like, the the wisdom is just the wisdom of geology? <laughs> Of mining? I think he's about to get to the it. I think of minerals. He's okay, just spent okay, a okay. lot of time setting up a metaphor. Yeah. Yeah, right? just like give, but, it a, give it a minute, give it a minute. Okay. But searching okay, the sources of rivers is very much like panning for gold, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. like in the Yukon. In yeah. the Yukon Trail. Definitely. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. 
They search the sources of the rivers and bring hidden things to light. But where can wisdom be found? Where does understanding dwell? No mortal comprehends its worth. It cannot be found in the land of the living. The deep says, it is not in me. The sea says, it is not with me. <laughs> I love your voices for the deep and the sea. <laughs> I guess I guess the deep referring to like the deep places in the earth. I think that's yeah. yeah. Not in me. And the sea's like, mm, not with me. <laughs> it cannot be bought with the finest gold, nor can its price be weighed out in silver. Mm. It cannot be bought with the gold of Ophir, with precious onyx or lapis lazuli. Yeah. Well, we've so we now we finally know what all these are, right? The gold yes. of Ophir being a very wealthy place, precious onyx. Onyx, is, that one's a black stone, right? Yeah, it's a black stone. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's black. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And lapis lazuli? 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 Uh-huh. Okay. Is the blue stuff with gold in it. Okay. Yeah. Neither gold nor crystal can compare with it, nor can be had for jewels of, nor can it be had for jewels of gold. Jewels. Of Coral. Gold. Okay. Jewels of gold. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Coral and jasper are not worthy of mention. Not even going to talk <laughs> about it. Sick disc no. on coral and jasper. <laughs> yeah. We'll drink. yeah. We'll drink for that one. Okay, all right, all right. Maybe that's what his friends are into. They've got a lot of coral and jasper. He's and he's like, like no. Nah. Yeah, and he's even... like, you know what? Coral and jasper, I see that coral on you. <laughs> They're not worthy of mention. Uh. So, not worthy. The price of wisdom is beyond rubies. Mm. Okay. Wow. I mean, sure. Okay, hang on, though. Keep going. Okay, hang on, but also keep going. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the topaz of Kush. Topaz of Kush. Not- Can you look up Kush also? Uh, I thought we'd look that no. up. It, it's come up before. Kush has been mentioned a few times. Like orange oh? Kush or blueberry Kush. No. Kush Cushy. Not Cushy. useful Google dictionary. Not useful. Here we go. Cush from the Bible is what we need. Cush, uh, which can be spelled with a C or a K. He was the eldest son of, of Ham, who was a son of Noah. He was, one, he was the brother of Canaan. Right. Whose father was the one who was cursed for yes. talking about his father being naked. So Cain. So Cush, right. no, but Cush, so Cush is like the name of the land where his descendants. Okay, so Cush is traditionally considered the eponymous ancestor of the people of the land of Cush, an ancient territory that's believed to have been located on either side or both sides of the Red Sea. Okay, that cool. I guess had good what, topaz. Had good topaz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But the topaz of Cush cannot compare with it. Yes. No. With yeah. It cannot wisdom. With wisdom, yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, what is it? Okay. It, meaning wisdom, cannot be bought with pure gold. <laughs> Where does wisdom come from? Where does understanding dwell? It is hidden from the eyes of every living thing, concealed even from the birds in the sky. Wow. Mm. Oh, even them. Wow. Destruction and death say, only a rumor of it has reached our ears. Destruction and death sound way cuter than I expected. I, I would think, you know, like destruction and death would say, only a rumor of it has reached our ears or something really scary. Yeah, but scary. I wanted to, like, no, I like I wanted to I like flip that on its head, okay? okay? Yeah, I, like okay. I like it. Maybe yeah. destruction and death, like, disguise themselves as really uh, cute things. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. God understands the way to it, and he alone knows where it dwells. 
for he views the ends of the earth and sees everything under the heavens. When he establishes the force of the wind and measures out the waters, he made a decree for the rain and a path for the thunderstorm. Then he looked at wisdom and appraised it. He confirmed it and tested it. And he said to the human race, The fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to shun evil is understanding. Huh. Pushy. Wow, so this whole setup to say that wisdom is fear of the Lord and understanding that, I Do you guess. think... Maybe I'm going a little too or philosophical with this uh-huh. like, once again. Um, do you think like the fear of the Lord is considered to be like kind of to make it more Buddhist, like an acceptance of impermanence, that that's wisdom? Like, ex- like uh-huh. fear of the Lord being that like like the quote unquote fear that the Lord could come at any time and take away everything that you have. And so understanding that and being reverent of that is wisdom maybe? like that that nothing's permanent and that yeah. we as humans don't own or really control anything yeah knowing that god is control of everything and we, yeah we don't have any kind of control huh maybe i'd never considered that but i but it makes sense and it goes along with i guess again to be very buddhist about it the idea of like fairness within buddhism right this uh. sort of the idea that like there isn't fairness really like that life isn't fair but that that's not the point. Mm. Like the point of life isn't to be fair, which is what Job's been on about earlier, right? About like, well, look, wicked people survive and do well and they thrive and they're fine. That's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting too, because I mean, again, I'm getting way ahead of us in the reading of the Bible, but something that I've definitely heard proposed before is that a lot of the teachings of Jesus may have actually come from some more Eastern philosophies that he may have yeah, been exposed to during theories. his life as well. Yeah, yeah. So, but this is, that's many thousands of years after this. Right. So. Well. Well, we found uh, wisdom. I guess so, yeah. What I are mean, our predictions for next time? Because this said it was like Job's final word to his friends. Yeah. I think they get any kind of Fine, final rebuttal. Done. Yeah, what would you predict for next time? Oh, gosh. Keeping in mind that we have something like six more episodes, five more episodes of this, of Job. Whoa. So keeping that in mind, what do you think? Am I I wrong here? Like, something needs to happen. They can't just be talking. In order to end the the story. The whole time. Well, I think something's going to happen eventually. Another action-packed thing. Like at first, it was people dying, yeah, and, bo- that's true. and winds a blowing, yes, yes, and things getting right. folded over on people, yeah, like just houses, like meeting houses. I just checked; we have five more episodes of Job. Okay, so if that gives you five more f- episodes, right? So, okay, so Dang. there has to be some kind of like epilogue in Job where like somehow it gets wrapped up. Like that's probably just going to be one episode, though. Yeah. Like, maybe there's some kind of acknowledgement of God talking about what he's done to Job. Maybe there's some kind of acknowledgement yeah. of his friends. Maybe his friends are finally like, you know what, Job? I think you're right. You know what, Job? Fine. Or maybe they pretend like, yeah, Job, you're right. Like, we just want to go home. <laughs> so we'll yeah. just be like, yeah, we're you're done. Right. We're done here. Um, sure. I don't know. That's possible. Or maybe it'll just be more of a platform for this writer to wax poetic about wisdom and 
stuff like the impermanence. But I would say based on the structure of this so far, that in this third round of talking, Zophar has not yet spoken. Mm-hmm. And so I would have thought That'll it would probably be happen. the next time would be Zophar and then Job again. But the fact that your subtitle that you had in your version was that this was Job's last yeah. hurrah. Yeah. Uh makes me wonder if it's like Zophar is gonna talk and then something else is gonna happen. Right? If things are gonna change, they're gonna move from this place where they all like are sitting around in their, you know, rendered clothes and covered in dust that they've been doing for the past day or whatever however long it took for them to have this conversation. Well, because the and, friends showed up, they rented their clothes, and then they sat for a week in silence, and then they had this conversation. And I know it's taken us a few weeks to get this far, but I feel like... It's just happening like the course of a day. I think what is like rented again? Yeah. What's that? Is that like tearing a, tearing at your clothes? Yes, yeah. that is what yeah. it is. Okay. Yeah, so they've... Yeah, they've rendered their clothes. They've, they 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 tore their clothes. That happened when they showed up and they saw Job looking so gross. Did they like tear them entirely, or did they just like kind of pull at them? I don't angrily. know. I don't know. Although apparently the other day when we were reading that Job mentioned that he'd changed into a sackcloth at some point, okay. but I guess he'd been there suffering for a while longer. So yeah like seven days or something, yeah well, seven days is when all of them sat together. I don't remember how long it had been that job was feeling bad and was like scraping himself with pottery before the friends showed up. Ow, I love that yeah. every time that makes you like it's so audibly awful. react it's to so just awful. Ugh. yeah, anyway, uh okay, so next time i think I think we're still gonna hear from Zophar before something else happens, okay, if that really is. To be the last time Job speaks. I think Job's gonna stay on this whole interlude thing for a while. Okay. Because honestly, see that. okay, yeah. what I know from writing a book is that when <laughs> I put in like interlude on something, I was like, okay, I have some free license here to just kind of <laughs> go, go on. <laughs> okay. To just kind of go on. And like they've gotten warning. This is an interlude. This is gonna be a flight of fancy. This is gonna be kind of a sidetrack mm-hmm. here. Okay. So I think he's gonna go on the interlude for a while. What do you think, Emily? I mean, maybe that interlude will be like an entire episode. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, quite possibly. That's totally possible. Yeah. Yeah. Quite plausible. He did spend an entire chapter just now just like building up his metaphor to in the very last verse drop like what wisdom is. Right. Where he's like, it's a fear of the Lord. That's wisdom. And to shun evil's understanding. And geology trivia. And a lot of stuff about smelting. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well. All right, well. Catch you next time. See you next time. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email at info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Dedeker Winston, Jace Lindgren, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. The theme song for the Book of Job is On Use Day X by Kevin McLeod. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com.
you know.